Welcome to the Football Outside the Box podcast,、uh, where we will be discussing the past, present, and future of football. And actually, welcome to the first ever Advancement Topics podcast. So, for those of you who have seen us or liked us on the Facebook page,、uh, you have seen this snippet before.、Uh, the, but the topic we'll be discussing today is what if football had unlimited subs,、uh, in a similar sense to. The NFL or the NHL or even the NBA,、uh, for those of you who watch those sports. So, Noah, why don't you get us started on, you know, simply why we came up with this topic in the first place? We we came up with a few reasons as to why we felt as though this would be a beneficial implementation.、Um, one of the main reasons that we had discussed was. We want to make sure that the players are as protected as possible. It's a big factor in the modern game today.、Um, we're seeing so many players get injuries, long-term injuries, and it is it is something that has been asked for by managers.、Um, obviously, they haven't discussed the unlimited subs, but they have discussed the. Fixture congestion as a way to prevent these injuries and physical stress on the players, well, as well as so, the five subs in every league except for the Premier League. So, right, including the Champions League and the、mm-hmm. Europa League. So, we've thought: Are there any other ways that we could ease physical stress on these players in maybe in a in a In a way that maximizes that that benefit,、um, so we've thought about why why wouldn't football implement unlimited subs? We've seen in the in the in the past, we've seen so many on so many occasions that players get long term injuries for teams. You know, we've seen vital players get long term injuries, such as. Van Dyke for Liverpool recently, and it has had such a costly effect on their whole season. And obviously, as football fans, we want to see high quality football as much as possible. We want to see the best players play as much as possible, and we want to see them at the highest quality possible. If they are able to get the the rest that they need from a physical standpoint, then we're gonna see. Maximum performances from these players as much as possible.、Um, so we've 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 come up with this concept,、um, but we've also considered the the negatives as well, which is why we have brainstormed several different ways that this could be implemented. Yeah. Well, before before we get into that, I guess kind of to elaborate on that point on preventing the possible injuries. I know some of you might say there's no proof that you know unlimited subs will help with players not getting injured. Like, like the Van Dyke example. I mean, you could say that was a freak accident. I mean, Pickford ran into his knee,、um, but really, there is no denying that, especially if you play for a top team nowadays, like the likes of Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City, you're playing in upwards of sixty games every season. And that really equates to a weekend and a weekday game consistently 
on top of the international games, which most of the top players on the top teams are top internationals in their countries. So there's really no break of any sorts for these players. And there, there's no denying that this heavy congestion of the fixture list uh, is contributing to not just the low quality of the game um, at certain points of the season, but also the, the fitness and the injuries to the players. Because it, it's just, yes, the modern medicine and modern technology have improved, but it's not feasible for players to play this many games and not be tired or just knackered. Right. So this is why, like, like you had mentioned, the technology has improved, the fitness regimens have improved, the demands are higher. So if all of this has improved, we've also thought of a way that if this unlimited subs concept could get implemented, we could see the quality be even better than what it is today. And this is not only just from a present standpoint in terms of the players getting less injured. Um, but I know that in the snippet, you had brought up an example from Crystal Palace versus Chelsea, where Tyreek Mitchell, the left back, was, was tired he, and he wasn't able to, to track his runner. And it's those types of moments that we're also talking about that in the scenario that Tyreek Mitchell, for example, was able to, to take a, let's say again, for example, a, fifth, a 5, 10, 15 minute rest, he potentially would have had the energy and the freshness to be able to maintain the quality to prevent, to, to prevent that chance. So these are some reasons as to why we think this implementation could be beneficial to the game. But we also, we're also not forgetting why this isn't already implemented in the game. So we've also taken into consideration some of the, the cons that the unlimited subs would bring to the game, if you want to get into that. Yeah. Um, it, that game was a few weeks back, so maybe people aren't too familiar with it. But what had happened was just a simple looped cross came in from the left, left-hand side from Alonso. And Palace had played very well the entire game. They nullified Chelsea. And because of that little lapse in focus where he loses... I forget who the Chelsea striker was. I would like to say it was Ziyech. Uh, but because of the lapse in focus by Tyreek Mitchell, you know, Palace are having to go home with zero points instead of at least one point. And we see countless times good quality games decided by those little moments where the players just, they're not focused because they're physically tired uh, from playing, you know, 88 minutes after playing 75 minutes three days prior so this is my thought behind it in a sense that a fresh player off the bench is oftentimes gonna perform better than a tired star player who's just played three 90-minute games on the bounce within the past week or so and really what we're trying to really see with this unlimited subs is to really prevent really good, well played out games being decided by silly mistakes. And I know people might say that that physicality, keeping up the focus is a part of the game, 
to really be able to keep that concentration up at 100% for the whole 90 minutes. But I just don't think that is, it's easier said than done, especially in the current circumstances. Right. And um, another point that um, I wanted to bring up was I know that we, a lot of our discussion right now is based on the players. Um, but what we're seeing in today's world, in the modern modern day football, is it's a manager's game now as well. The managers are getting a lot of the credit, the responsibility, whether that's good or bad in terms of the criticism. Um, so what does this now mean for managers? Does this bring now a, a whole new tactical tactical side of the game? Um, now it's less about your starting lineup. Now you have to control more subs throughout the game. And maybe managers will now start to integrate tactics that doesn't, isn't necessarily totally based around their starting lineup. They may now actually strategically put one or two of their best players on, on the bench to start out with and strategically bring them on later in the game or not necessarily even later, but like later, later, but they may bring them on like on the 20th minute because they know it's unlimited or maybe even some, some managers might be a lot more strategic about bringing a set piece taker on for just, just free kicks or bringing on an aerial threat just for set pieces. Um, and it would just be interesting to see how this implementation also affects the managers. As far as actual implementation goes, one of the main cons was time wasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The biggest downside to this proposal would be that there's that increases the likelihood for you know even more time wasting. So we of course had to devise a way to maybe not eradicate. There has to be improvements to eradicate because again our, our ideas aren't perfect. I mean nobody's ideas is. That's why we're you know asking for inputs from you, the listeners, to really critique us, but also not only critique us, but also help us to make this idea really useful and really feasible for the current football world, if that makes sense. Right. Some of the things that we've 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 brainstormed and thought that could be a good implementation with this is have each sub be timed um, or maybe you're only allowed to sub when it's your ball or we've even come up with a very extreme idea which is allowing subs on the fly <laughs> similar to the NHL like we mentioned right in the snippet so we've you know and we've we've looked into the different different pros and cons for each of those ideas. So we could look into the on the fly subs right now. Um, a big a big problem with that we've we've come to realize is it would be it would be very frantic of a match, you know, because uh we would probably start to see teams not once a team is on the attack, not even play with any defenders at all until they've lost possession. And then, yeah. you know, Liverpool, for example, will just sub out Mane and then just 
have Van Dyke running in to block the counter attack. Um, yeah. And so, what does that mean for the game? Yeah, it's it's interesting because on the fly would essentially get rid of the time wasting aspect of the game, because if you waste your time, it only hurts you. It it doesn't benefit you. Um, so, I believe it will really speed up speed the game up, uh, but I don't know how feasible that is at this point. Like you said, it's it's virtually impossible to really kind of keep up with that because if you look at hockey, there's um, I don't know hockey that well, but I believe there's a certain door that you can enter and exit out of. Whereas in football, the whole sideline is open, so you can really enter the field at, at any point. And just like the six-second rule with the keeper we have now, are we really going to be able to enforce that players can only enter from, let's say, the halfway line? Right. So that's also another another thing to consider. Are players allowed to enter from their own goal side? Are they allowed to enter from the opposite goal side? You know, it, those are things to consider as well. Um Leave us in the comments and let us know if, if you have any ideas for um, any regulation ideas to, to, to make this actually feasible as well. Um, we, know it, we, we believe it would be just a lot to manage, even from a, a referee standpoint. Um, but, you know, there could be so many different ways to, to regulate it. You know, we could also even say, what if they... They said you're only allowed to exit and enter at the same point. So you're not allowed to, you know, if you wanted to enter Van Dyke from your own goal to defend, the striker has to also exit at the at that point yeah. in, the, in the field. That could be an interesting an interesting way to do it as well. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. Yeah, but I, I believe that on the fly is is a little on the extreme end at this point. Um, just, right. I mean, just, I imagine it, it'll be a nightmare for the commentators because we do hear sometimes, uh, oh, this guy came out of nowhere to make the tackle where, I mean, right now it's just an analogy, right? He was obviously on the field, but he, he made a quick recovery and made the tackle. But if this on the fly were to be implemented, it, it, it literally will be, this guy came out of nowhere to make the tackle. Right. So... It's just it's just funny to think about, you know, commentators having to keep up with who just came in and who actually that was because sometimes I mean they mix players up, you know. Exactly, and and not even just that. I was even thinking about from the from the referee standpoint. Then we'd have to start getting into VAR deeply and say, you know, was was um, Thomas Party was he fully out before? Cedric was subbed in. You know, you have to consider yeah. that. And then you could say, oh, but Cedric made the tackle, but Party's right foot was actually in. Similar to the offside. Could say, oh, he was just a toe offside. We could say, mm-hmm. oh, but his toe was in or his heel was in. So that has to be yellow carded or or um or something to that degree. Um, so there's so much to consider and so much to that we could regulate and so much that we can we can put in and implement 
it's just about meshing all of these all of the the concepts to say okay this is this is what we have and that's the beauty of it because that's how these rules are implemented in the first place at one point the offside rule if there was no offside rule from from the start if we weren't used to what an offside rule was by growing up and watching football would probably start to think like what would probably be a bit confused by it why that's like such a random rule when you think about it from its actual start its actual initial start yeah i mean the, the glazers still don't know what an offside is yeah. so <laughs> that, that tells you how yeah i mean like like with a lot of these rules it is just about just getting the steps in the first step in and and we all know not just in football but in, in every aspect of the world people are reluctant to change that's why there is a saying if it ain't broke don't fix it especially and, drastic changes yeah and this is very drastic we're going from three to five subs all the way up to unlimited subs um so i mean if we do kind of tone it down away from the on the fly which is the drastics of the drastics um i, I do think a sensible restrictions in terms of the sub making would be uh, like you said, you only get to sub in now when it's your own ball. So whether it's your own throwing or it's your own goal kick, or maybe you can only sub in when it's your own goal kick. Um, just because it is, it's easier or statistically we see more throw-ins than goal kicks in the game. And like you said, a time limit on the subs, whether it be 15, 30 seconds. Uh, if you take a look at the NFL, um, they they have this thing called a play clock. I believe it's like 40 seconds. And you can make your defensive or offensive changes. But if if you don't get everyone off or if you don't get everyone on the field, um, the opposition can take advantage of that. So, for example, uh, there is a penalty called uh, 12 men on the field, meaning um, the ball was snapped uh, when there were 12 defenders on the field, when there's only supposed to be 11. And uh, smart quarterbacks, I mean, very experienced ones, they can, they can see that and they take advantage of that. So I'm just envisioning something like that, where if you're unable to make that sub within 15 seconds, you, you either have to play with 10 men until the ball goes out, or or you turn over the position or something of that sort. Right. And remember, these are just, these are just brainstorming ideas that we're, we're bringing into the fold. We're not necessarily saying that these are the right changes. Mm-hmm. So again, in the comments, let us know. Do you think that our, our ideas that we're bringing up are too drastic? Do you think that they're realistic? Or do you agree with them? Do you, think, do you have anything that maybe you could add to the ideas that we're already bringing up that could be improved? Or even any restrictions to, to add to it to, 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 that will mesh well with it. Let us know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I guess just to kind of summarize what we've been saying in, the, in this episode is the purpose of this rule, um, as always, we're looking to improve the game. But we're looking to improve the game in a sense, really, of preventing the injuries, the possible injuries, I should say. Uh, and with that comes keeping up the quality of the game for the whole 90 minutes. Um, and lastly, really opening up the flexibility in terms of the, the possible tactics. And tactics evolve throughout time. 
and this will really be able to really open up that that mystery tactics box if i may call it where you know managers have way more to think about in the game now it's not just within the 90 minutes uh, they have three time three windows to make a sub it is every second of the game they have to be thinking about oh how can i take advantage of this situation because football is a game of momentum and the team who is on the losing end of the score they're gonna have to push up you know that 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 is just how the game goes that is how the game is set up um, and so in that sense I, I believe it's a really interesting idea to really explore yeah so yeah guys let us know what you think about this potential implementation let us know if you think it would benefit the game or if there's any anything you would add take away um, in terms of regulation or rules um, and if it would be if it would help or if it would make the game worse let us know do you think it should remain how it is or do you think that this is something that is realistically able to be implemented and would would make the game more interesting um subscribe like us check us out in the facebook page let us know in the comments what you think and look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode remember to tune in as we take a look at premier league's action coming up we are excited to check out the top four race coming up and the potential premier league title winners we'll see yeah that'll pretty much wrap up this this episode um we discussed our first advancement topic um like noah mentioned let us know your thoughts in the comments below you're always welcome to provide us different inputs other than the advancement topics that we'll be discussing um and we will be seeing you guys in the next episode which is the pl review slash preview up until the last quarter of the season so looking forward to that and we'll see you there peace out